Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. Hey guys, before we get into the episode of Coffee and Chell, just want to give Gamer Saloon a shout out the sponsor of today's episode. If you are looking to get into competitive gaming and looking for some wager matches in really any game you play, especially NHL, check out Gamersaloon.com. Link is down below. Enjoy the episode, guys. Hey guys, welcome into episode 56 of Coffee and Chell. I'm your host, Sleeves, joined by my two co-hosts as always, Padre and Kesso. Today we are going to talk about the gameplay meta in NHL 23. This is a Kesso request, so it's going to be a heavy Kesso episode. But before we get into the games, we always talk about our lives because, man, they're super interesting. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Padre, what have you been doing uh, the last couple of days? Um, not a ton this weekend. We got all of our Christmas stuff finally done. Like, we got uh, our lights put up outside. Um just like around the bushes and all that stuff. We actually have a company put up our lights on the roof. It, it's it's just too scary for me to get up there now. Like I'm, it's just not it's not it's just not worth it. Like we got a two story house now. Our old house is a ranch, so it's it's just I don't know. I'm not getting it's too steep. And uh, yeah, I just I don't know. You're not gonna I, do I'm, the I'm not afraid of heights. Heights. up there. You're not gonna yeah. get up there and do everything. No, I, I did at the old house. I, if this house wasn't so like steep, the roof, I would I would do it. But it's just a little bit too much. But yeah, we did that, and then uh, yeah, just kind of hung out and. Uh, Went out to dinner a few times, like my my forte right there. You guys always give me grief about that. <laughs> Nothing like a good. I, I I called you earlier. We were talking in Discord, and you're like talking about wings and stuff the whole time. And yeah. like, cause oh, like yeah. we, anytime I a, talk to you, you're like mid order on like some place. Yeah. This is a this is a good topic, real quick. So like me and Kessa were talking about this earlier, and you you were fixing your internet sleazy when you popped in, but. People that give people grief about getting boneless wings, and I know I'm probably gonna get some flack in the comments. I like boneless wings. I don't mind. Same. I don't mind bone in. My thing with the boneless wings, me and Kessel agree on this, is your fingers just get all dirty. And I'm like, okay, it sounds like prissy. I get it, but um, it's just like annoying. It's just easier to eat. And we were just talking about how there was a place around my house 
that charges for like 12, 12 wings, like 19 bucks. And I was like, Buffalo Wild Wings, you can get them for like, you can get like 10 wings for like 12 bucks or something. I was like, what in the world is going on? We were just like talking about it. And I was just, I was saying, and we were talking about the, the wing snobs and how they uh, always give people grief about boneless wings. I like boneless wings. I don't know. But I love yeah, them. Like, Dude, like they're just like they're differently dressed chicken nuggets. Yeah, yeah and it's great. great, and it's like they're they're fried really good. Is uh, like they're a clean. Fried thing, you think? Yeah, yes. that's what it is, dude. It's and it's yeah. always guys that yes, you know, like you got to eat them off the bone. It's it's it's, always the, it's, the, it's the grill guys that are like, oh, I know how to grill better than everybody. Or like you know, like this is how you eat a steak. You know what I mean? Those kind of guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, dude, are you guys uh, are you guys in a spicy food? Yeah, I love, I love it. spicy. Yeah. Okay, this is wild to me because I I don't know. I've never been big on it, and but my wife is obsessed with spicy food. Okay. And, like, we'll go out of her way to get, like, the spiciest things and somehow enjoys it. But then I'll watch her, like, sit there in physical pain. And I'm just like, where? I'm like, I, like, this is a, this isn't, like, a, a preference thing. I mean, I feel like you're either born with it or you're not. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, th- that's a taste that, like, is not enjoyable to me. The only thing I get out of it is annoyance. No, I, I love like, it. I it's like a, it's like a rush almost. So, like. Back before, this is like 10, 11 years ago, um, before like all the crazy ghost pepper stuff, like Quaker Steak and yeah. Lube. Do you guys have those? I do. Uh, it's like a wing place. They okay. had like this triple atomic challenge. And it's like at the time, it was like the hottest wing that you could get. And I did that twice. Okay. And I remember like I did that, like my face was red, like inflamed. <laughs> like it was so painful. Like the bathroom, like for two days after was like the most painful thing. But See, in general, like I put hot sauce on like almost everything. Like I just enjoy yes. like that's me like it, it, it is what it is like sometimes like finding a good hot sauce isn't even about the mm-hmm. taste if it's just you can add like the spice to like food that doesn't have it when i lost all my weight i didn't like hot sauce but because i was like so hardcore into what i was eating um a lot of it didn't have a lot of taste so i was putting like i legitimately like franks like put it on everything like i was pu- i put it on eggs yeah uh, i was putting it on yeah like i was putting on chicken like everything and i wasn't so I get that it does uh, it does offer something else, but yeah, I mean I can't, dude. Like we had a charcuterie board the other night, and my wife literally had jalapenos, and she was just chewing them, and I'm just like, what in the world? And I can see her like shiver, like I'm like, what? I'm like, how are you? Like how is this good? Like I don't get it. I love jalapenos. I think I'm not like Kessa where I can do the challenges. I just don't have the balls to do it, and it's 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 more just I don't want to suffer because I know I'm gonna suffer. I like a nice spicy you know mexican food you know something like that it has a nice little bite to it and i mean just it has a good taste it has to be spicy to have it have a good taste i can't just eat like just straight just like disgusting spiciness you know what i mean like i don't know anyways whole nother whole nother whole nother podcast for this one i always love starting in all of these because we always go on a tangent yeah i want to hear i want to hear yeah we need to hear uh are boneless chicken wings like acceptable or are you a chicken wing elitist in the chat or in the comment section we need to know uh all right so Let's get into hockey ultimate team a little bit here uh, before we talk about the gameplay. And now that we've, we're about six six weeks into the game, yeah, it feels like longer than that. Ugh. Um, <laughs> only another so, forty to go. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all good, man. We only got like another like ten months. Uh, yeah, so we got week two of the milestones event. Much better, I think, uh, in terms of the the player a the player choices, um, and, and some of the cards I think are a little bit more viable. Mm. Um, so we got Kucherov with elite edges. We got Solani with close quarters um we've got um oh help me oh green uh, oh yeah so i actually really like that pick like somebody that like was a kid uh during that like the capitals when they were like winning the president's trophy like multiple times i think he was sick like that the the, the red season yeah yeah. 
is very like I remember that, and I believe that was the same year that Washington. That this is when I think Washington was at like their peak, and this is the season where they like rattled off like just like 15 wins and they were insane i think they got knocked out in the first round they, they might that, it was either that where they lost to the can uh canadians was that the year maybe oh maybe that was the halak year yeah that might have been remember. that it year was, it, it was in that it was in that same thing they were just like it was exactly like the sharks yeah so long washington was very similar to that but yeah i remember green i think it was his 30 goal yeah and he scored eight games in a row and i can remember being at work and I, remember, I, I don't know why I have this vivid memory. Like, I remember driving to work, like, watching, like, the replay or, like, having the replay up. And I'm just like, I, I don't know. Anyways, that was a good memory. So I like that. That was, that was a good one. I think they shoehorned OEL. I think they really shoe-owned OEL. He was, the, he was week one, right? Yeah. Who was the lady pick, the, the female? Uh, Hirakoski, which makes sense. What was her um, moment? Or what was the... Oh, the moment? I actually didn't take a look at the milestone. Okay. Oh, that's milestone. Yeah, milestone. Sorry, yeah, I forget. Milestone. Yeah. Um, 75 games played, all-time leader. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Is she She was not... Was, she didn't just go into the hockey, hockey Hall of Fame, right? That was somebody else. No, she didn't. I don't think so. It was a fin- It was a Finnish female, uh, woman. I need to... I need a, Padre, look that up. Maybe she just got inducted in the Hall of Fame okay. this year. Um, but uh, anyway, so here's... Okay, 5'5 five five defenseman. Right off the rip, it's like, no. But she got, I believe, shut down, quick pick, and stick them up. Which, which I, I think stick them up and shut down kind of like cannibalize each other. Kind of a little bit. Yeah. yeah. It's a little over the top. You like that use of that I, word, cannibalize each other? Sound a, a little one. intelligent that was, there. That was a good one. Uh, all of her abilities. Like if you if you put a, a blindfold over like the height and weight, like all of her stats, everything are phenomenal. Like very, very good. So I wanted to try her out. I couldn't because the only one up in the market was like 500K, and that's just not happening. Uh, I had a couple people in my Discord, though. Like, like the It's the bumping in your own zone because yeah. it's ve- I find it very difficult. We're going to talk about this in the meta. I find it very difficult to get the puck back a lot of the times in your own zone without just waiting for a turnover or, or, or forcing a bad rap attempt. Um, so without someone... Like you don't need massive monster guys yet, I don't think. But you, she's not bumping anyone off the puck. I think she really needed truculence. So what and I would want to see with these like female players, I wish they had their actual height because like I know a lot of them. There are some like I think there was like a four foot eleven player, but like five foot one, and they bumped them up to like five 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 six. Like most of them, you'll see listed. I want to see what like a, a five foot player would be like, and how, like would there be like some crazy advantage or something? Like are they gonna like miss hits? I'm almost positive in sixes the meta was to use the smallest player available because they just like like zipped around and like yeah. could not be hit like it was like a, you know and maybe we'll start to see that you know as 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 we get along here, um but yeah it, it's unfortunate it, I hate that this happened last year when they introduced X factors was this last year I feel like X factors yeah uh, it was last year freeze yep um truculence saved a lot of the smaller defensemen as the year went along because what ends up happening is just like all the big guys speed catches up to the small guys and they lose their advantage but then when you put small guys that have truculence on it and it puts it on an even playing field i would have liked to see truculence on her because yeah like the 511 is just very tough to use i think everything else is really fun though like you can rip around like mccarr and and if you're good at pochecks like i don't see but the the other thing that no one takes into account is that the stick length there's a reason why Zidane Chara's card is always so dominant it's because he's six foot nine. His reach is almost seven feet. So like yeah. you're covering half of the zone with them. Yeah. Like, whereas the smaller players, it's not just that they can't bump people off the puck. It's that their stick length is their, their range of, of abilities is much smaller. So, um, 
But yeah, so Kucherov, Elite Edges, um, I think the only knock on him is that um, Teravainen we got for free. He has Elite Edges, very similar in size, very similar everything else, so he's free. And Base McDavid is like under 100k now. You're starting to see the crash of base cards. Mm -hmm. So like if you had those two cards for basically 100,000, I just don't see the, why, the, the need, right? Like the, you, you probably don't need to get Kucherov. Um, but he does look very good, and I played against him quite a bit. He looks really strong. Solani, um, mixed reviews. Like really, everyone was everyone was worried about his endurance. I don't really notice that. Um, people were saying it's knocked off the puck really easy. Hmm. Um, but I, I I hold forehand and backhand like the whole time in the zone. I didn't find him getting knocked off the puck very easily. I found him very good. Um, but uh, again, I think that there's other cards that like on the top and like McKinnon and, and those guys that kind of outpace him a little bit, but still a very strong option. And then Mike Green, I used on the no money spent team. I love all the edges on defensive. And I did that, uh, that tier list at the end of last year of all the X factors with regs after he won the GWC. And he was like elite edges defensively is like one of the best abilities. And I was like, how? Like, I'm like, I, I don't understand why would you want elite edges on a defenseman? Because you're not really carrying the puck a ton with them. You know, and he was like, you can cut left and right as fast as you, you, your reaction is way faster. Um, and, and I've noticed it. Like when you have elite edges on, you can, and you, you, you skate with them. So like, you're not like skating backwards, right? Like you're, you turn around and you're skating with them, which is kind of lame because that's not how you play, play hockey. Yeah. Um, but your ability to stick with them. So if they make a cut left or right with elite edges on, even if you don't have the puck, you, you are able to do it really. So quick. it's active even when you don't have the puck. Mm -hmm. i'm an idiot for not knowing that i can't i can't believe that yeah yeah that, and that guy wasn't aware of that either so yeah. like i was like oh my goodness so i overlooked it so mike green has it and i notice anyone with the lead edges because the left and right like it's very very quick like pasternak remember we, we talked about him i got him in my starter pack my nobody spent team i upgraded him and i've been using him his shot and speed are phenomenal but yeah like i i left and right and cut a lot and like it's very noticeable because i have barzal who has gold elite edges and like 95 agility or whatever, right? So, mm -hmm. uh, but anyways, yeah, much, a much better uh, week. And I like the, the milestone event. The only thing I think they missed on was uh, we talked about Tara Vinan being a free MSP. I think we talked about this last week. Like they should have brought him back to duo. I, I want to see that almost every event. Yeah. One card, one card from an old event. Um, Don't do that. Cause then Padre, you're going to be complaining, right? <laughs> You'll be upset. Like, oh, they're rehashing the whole event. No, no, no. Um, just one card. And, um, I don't think you should give it up for free. I think that you run into an issue where everyone is the exact same team. Um, yes. But uh, like MLB, you know, maybe maybe, <clears throat> maybe make it like the milestone thing where it's very hard to get. Yeah. Um, but it gives you something to grind for. Um, but yeah, like I would love to see the duo, like dynamic duo Sedins from twenty. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been that just would have fit really well. I think that was a bit of a miss. But I think I hope they bring that back to the next event. Real quick. It was Rika Sal Salinen Salinen. I think yeah, that's her name. Salinen. That was her name. Um, that. But real quick, on the MSPs, and this is going to be, like, this is nothing to be sexist or misogynistic. I just feel like I would love, I talked to EA Hawk about this, and I, I would love to see the numbers of how many people made um, her. her. Yeah, I would love to see comparison to the others. And that's fine. I get it, the height and all this. Is, I just wish they would use that as almost like a player item. That way they get everybody, like, one more. If every week, three out of the four MSPs for every weekend are you know, three, you know, men and then one woman. Like, I get, like, what they're trying to do, but I almost rather... There was no player items of women at all. Like, at all. Not yet, at least. As, oh, that's true. Yeah, You're so... You're saying that there's MSPs, but there's no... Right, so it's like, I rather... And I'm not... If no one's going to make it because it, because of how the game plays, the meta, the size, and all this stuff, it's like, I wish they'd give us, like, one more 
like I don't give the women the MSP. I know it's like, like I said, I'm not trying to sound like sexist or misogynistic, but you That's know, just exactly make... how I'm taking it. Out, so I'm <laughs> well, it's just like no one's gonna use it, so it's like give us something where like we can have another guy to maybe make right because or like I... if if they don't do that, yeah. then give us like a free card that's a that's a woman uh, to kind of get us. That's to fine. Use yeah. More, right? like, and that, he, like, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Because like Poulan, like to, to be real, Poulan is a phenomenal card. Right. I don't know if you guys have, but I noticed like I. But would you make her like? Let's pretend you could make an extra. I like, wouldn't. No. Okay, so yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like over three of the guys, and like, would you rather have another? you know, usable NHL or whoever, like, I don't know, whatever, over her. You know, that's what I'm saying. So it's just like, I feel like it's kind of like yeah. a waste of like a MSP no, spot. No, it's, it's funny, Padre, because it's a touchy subject and I, I totally get what you're saying and you're trying to, I, I, I but I, like a hundred, or, I hate that it's a touchy Yeah, subject. I hate that it is, yeah. but like, yeah. I, I get it and I, I, I don't like that they're only making them MSPs. I, I didn't even notice that until you said that. Yeah, I didn't think of that either. Yeah. yeah. Like, make, like make some of them player items. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, there's no reason why they can't do a player. I mean, uh, I, I don't know if Riga Salonen is in the game, but that would have been a, you know, give her a player item card. But I, though, if here's the thing, like if if it is if it is clearly they're not being made, and we don't know this, they might be being made. I have no idea. I'm right? just guessing. Uh, yeah, we're just guessing, right? And again, we speak for like the Division One guys. Like we're at the top of like you know what I mean, which is a complete. I've said this a ton too. You're we're playing a different game. True. Which sucks. Dino Krista's yeah, probably so, made. Like I'm assuming she's made. Yeah, Dino Krista, which is good for yeah. Yeah. Um, if that's the case, give them truculence. It sucks, and it's like you know what I mean. But like, at least that counterbalances the what if the issue. what if here uh, the female players the the cost for their X factor points were half. No way, bad look, terrible. <laughs> yeah, bad look. There's no way like, <laughs> if you came out and said, "Hey, yeah, you can make." There's no way that would be no. But like, so like, why though? Because like you're trying. It, it's not even. We're a, thinking. We're thinking, and we're thinking. In we're thinking in terms of the meta. I, I get it. Yeah, yeah, and that's all I'm speaking yeah. on. Right. Yeah, I guess that would be a bad yeah, look. That's why I don't work also, for EA. <laughs> a lot of the audience, a lot of the audience, like, you know, we're, there's one percenters that are let listen as well, but I'm sure there's guys that are in like division. If you were, guys, if you are in division three and below, do you have any interest in making any of the female cards that come out and let us know why? Right. And that's not a knock on them. I, we're generally curious because, yeah, I think that like this year they're making a big focus on it. And I think that's fine. That's where they, you know, yeah. I, I don't think that's wrong. And something that like I've said since it got announced is that like people people overlook like the women being added into the game the one thing that you no one realizes that you know them now that is true i know know like i so many more now than i did before exactly the only one i really knew was like and is because i was ignorant was sarah nurse because she did the lazarus shootout tournament she was awesome Mm -hmm. so like there was a like you you wouldn't all the guys that like laugh about why the women are added in the game whatnot when the women's like olympic tournament comes out or the world cup like you'll actually know 60 percent of them as opposed to just like blindly following the country or whatever so i do think that it has done its purpose and like its job and and kind of promoted them well um but yeah like in terms of the gameplay and how the game is gone i would love to see the numbers on how many are making them and if it's really low add more player items in um because i think that was a good that's a good point um and let us know in, in the comment section division three and below in rivals yeah let us know if you're making them and if you have any interest and what you would need to change because yeah again like you're playing a different game that we are which which is important and you could still like make her like so you have to take her from an 84 to an 89 too so it's still like the cost is still the same right it's the same and it's the same. you could still give her a player item and make her an 89 or an 88 or an 87 like you could still give her a good card and other women too like i'm not just saying her but i i just feel like as an msp we only get four a week you know, in the first week, uh, you know, it was Hillary Knight, and then the second week it was her. So it's like, 
I don't know if, if we're going to do this all year where it's three, you know. I would guess. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd almost Hey, I'd like almost, I said, whatever we're, I mean, it, it is what it is. I'm just saying, like, I just feel like most people probably didn't make it. I'm just guessing. Probably no. Yeah. I really wanted to try her out because, like, her, like I said, if you, if you hid the height, right, and th- that is the prototype defenseman card you'd want in maybe with Troculence too. But even even not like just like the the stick them up and 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 quick pick like those are great abilities. Uh, but yeah, it's. Um, I'm gonna try one of these out. I think I haven't used any of this here. I've used uh, like yeah, I used like 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 I said, Poulin is a phenomenal card. Like the free one because everyone took Marie Philippe Poulin in the in the uh, pre order and phenomenal card. And same with Kendall Coin. I used Kendall Coin for a while in the God Squad. I just tried her out because there was people that you could just straight line. Yeah, and uh, she's really effective at that. And I, it'll be. The problem is, man, is how the game progresses. Hockey Ultimate Team has a very big issue with the way that it progresses. All Ultimate Teams do. And until they go to a build system, we're going to have the same situation. Because all the women cards in-game are going to put you at a significant disadvantage in terms of gameplay. Right? And not a lot of everyone cares about that. Because if you play squad battles, which we'll talk about in a little bit, you know, it's not... Uh, you, you don't need to worry about that, really. Because yeah. right? you can use whoever you want. But if you're in Division 1 and 2, like, and you're playing HUD champs every weekend, like, you're putting yourself at a competitive disadvantage. Um, which is tough, right? So, with that being said, uh, let's talk... Uh, give me give me a milestone. Give me a random milestone that you can think of that you'd love to see as an, as an MSP. Give me a Crosby's 25-game point streak. Jonathan Chichu's 56 goals. Is that a so isn't is that a milestone? It's uh, no, it's amazing, but does that count as a milestone? I see what you're saying. That'd be an award. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess 50 goals would be a milestone. Yeah, but, I don't know. Okay, yeah, okay. That would be saying. sick though, because Chichu needs a card. I wish he would just resign. Yeah. He was at San Jose. He was at Doug Wilson's. Uh, he was at Doug Wilson's um, retirement ceremony. Um, but uh, Audrey, you got to do. Uh, Grant Fury played uh, so what seventy nine games in one season with the Blues. I think that one here. I wouldn't mind a great. Oh that, that'd be pretty cool. God, a great Fury card. That was so weird. Goalies used to play like seventy five games in a season. Now yeah. they really. I remember Nabokov yeah. when they won the. I believe when they won the President's Trophy, we had sixty five. He had, he had. There was a couple seasons. Where it was like every season, of uh, the win record got broke. Yeah, because like, Luongo like, was doing in the seventies. Luongo, like, yeah. I think Nabokov had it, and then the very next year, or even that same season, Luongo passed him when he was in Vancouver, and it, yeah, it was just nuts because they were just playing so many games, and that's such a foreign thing now. You yeah. don't see any goaltender getting more than sixty-five, seven, like seventy would be insane. Yeah, he's not. He's on the game, but it'd be funny if like give like a Tiger Williams uh, all-time penalty minutes leader or something goofy like that. Rick Tockett, <laughs> yeah, like that. thousand. You know what I mean? That'd be a good one. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to see a Joe Thornton one for a hundred penalty minutes and a hundred points. That's pretty cool. That would that would have been like a pretty sick one. But um, all right, guys, let's talk about uh, the meta. Let's so talk we're gonna about let, it. Let's talk about Kesso, it. I have a lot. To, I, I'm annoyed. Talk about I'm annoyed. It. So yeah. I, I, you know, played hot champs this weekend. Um, at the top level. It's extremely boring. Um, so here's a few reasons why. The the wraparound's extremely effective this year. I have no problem. And by the wraparound, I mean like the quick wrap where you hold in like A button or do L2 to pivot a little bit. Uh, it works a lot. Why that's annoying is because not a lot of other things work, right? Like actual good hockey plays gener- generally don't work, especially against Markstrom. So all the Division One players, all the players who get 15-plus wins in Hot Champs, that's all they go for. No problem beating people like this. I, you know, I match up with them. I, I usually stop it or whatever. Leads to a very boring experience. 
the straight lines with fast players. I, I sound like I'm 50 years old now. Uh, you poke people, aged dude, very dude, quickly you, in the last uh, two months, the, the loose pucks around the net, right? So like not even just the straight lines, yeah. Bro, uh, people, in. people running behind the net that just go for the same two plays, uh, easy to stop. But even when you stop it, uh, so many loose pucks, I poke the puck. It goes back to the guy 20 times. My guy doesn't pick it up. Uh, the, the net physics around the net, like with the puck where it gets stuck, um, awful, um, and I just, I can't stand it right now because it's like, I refuse to play the meta usually, like especially recently, because I don't, I don't, just don't find it fun. So like, I'm just going for rebounds and deflections or like Michigan attempts. I have so much fun with that. Yeah, and I have fun playing that way. Padre hates it. We're going to have a yeah. nice discussion. What, Michigan's? I think it's so sick. No, no, uh, no, 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 no. The deflections. The, tur- the turds? I mean, I, I mean, it is yeah. what it is. Me, me and Junior Pence, I wish I could have recorded this for you guys so you would have died. Seven to six. Watch it. Seven to six final. Gren was in there laughing his butt off. Um, probably four rebounds, probably two wraps, probably five tip-ins. I mean, it was a gong show, an absolute gong show. And Kesso, to your point, why do we go from every single – I mean, there's a lot of things I don't understand how we go from, like, something working last year to nothing working this year. But why do we go from every goalie interference almost being called to, like, almost, like, two out of ten now being called? I and haven't I'm not, noticed that yet. Well, I just mean like like that stuff like yeah. around the crease, like the conjumbled mess. What you guys are talking about that like stuff like that last year. If you were like, you know, crashing in the goalie, it's all like a mess around the net, and then all of a sudden you score. A lot it's of times, usually it, called off. It would so get like off. when that yeah. happens too, like I, I noticed this year, the goalies go to cover the puck, um, yeah. and they miss it so many times, and the mm-hmm. like either they hit it yeah, in yeah, or like your own guy hits it in, right? So like that just leads back to the meta discussion, right behind in that people just doing the same two plays eventually they're going to get an ugly goal that's not deserved at all and it's so infuriating to see and like once they once they made goalies make those desperation saves now this year like with the extra 300 animations that were already in the game like that forced all the stuff that was like kind of in the middle or like good plays now it just forced everything towards closer to the net to where you can actually score and i think it just pushed the meta more towards sleeves we were talking about this before the six is meta where it's forcing really in tight plays that maybe aren't the cleanest, just hoping for a bounce, right? Like I, this is not a shot at all at sixes. These players are probably better than I ever was at sixes to play right now. I watched a little bit of the, I think the Caps team played the Isles team. Amazing players. A lot of those guys play, play 1v1. And it was going for like the same two to three plays and just waiting for one of them to hit. And that's what like versus and like hut is right now, and it's like just so so boring to me. So um, th- this week, it, like, because you know, but like, so there was someone, the uh, new a newer developer that took over for for gameplay this year, and he has a vision and, a, and an idea of what he wants gameplay to be like. And I think this year we're seeing like the implementation of some of the changes, and that's why I think why it's so jarring. Um, but the main goal is to make the game feel similar on all modes, which sounds so dumb when you think about it, because, like, why is that not already a thing? Yeah. Right? Because Sixes plays a completely different game than what Versus and Hut does, and it has for, like, a decade, and those teams basically work separately, right? Like, they're, they're not in tandem. Um, what's happening now is that you're getting a uniformed gameplay across all modes, and with that knowledge and if you i've covered like esports like more than anyone else in the last like four years and of all the six events i can 
pick up on like so much like what you were talking about. You watched you watch the Isles and the Caps team play, right? Yeah. Which are two of the best teams. Dude, dude, yeah. There's, and they're sick, dude. They're sick. Like, dude, it's like regs and polgs and stuff playing. It's like, nuts. Uh, it's insane how many good players are on, on those teams. Yeah. So when you watch those plays over and over again, there's there's it's the cuts, which is why I think Elite Edge is, is insane this year and unstoppable force just because of those work so well in, in sixes. But the goaltenders, that is the most visually you know um jarring one is because they added in the goalie animations from sixes that the the five or six human animations that they can make they put those in and which doesn't seem like a lot but that's how you're getting those insane one-timer saves is because the the animation where they lie on their stomach and the glove is up and whatever and they can make those saves but what i think is happening is that when the puck is within the crease or about a foot or two away what you were talking about how it's like loose pucks in front of the net it's like they're not going into the butterfly. No, so and, you you said that, right? And I can think of a specific yeah. example that happened to me. This guy passed the puck from the bottom of the circle towards the net, and my goalie did the animation like where you go to slide to the other post, uh, hold an R2 if you're playing goalie, but you stand yep. up. And it was like he was almost playing the puck, but it just went cleanly into the net, and yep. like he wasn't a physical object. And it was it's not it's clean awful. Yet. It's awful. Like so, I think that's I think that's what's happening is that they now play like they would in sixes, but it's not a clean like fusion of like yeah. what the AI does and all of that. And I think that's why you're starting to see a lot of that because if you think about like zone entries now, making one cut is like the play when you know what I mean. Like I'm talking about, so if you have a user defender and you get across the blend, you make one cut left or right, and that's usually like enough to like break in and you see that a ton in sixes yeah um the sixes you know, seem faster to you by the way i haven't played it no yet, i mean like watching I mean, it i know you've watched a little well, bit right not uh, it's it's tough because everyone's the same yeah right? maybe it's, it's like because they're all like, like small builds and like quick builds you use a lot of small builds and this year it has definitely been the um so far and huddle change and this is what always happens but this has definitely been the year where in HUD, at least, smaller guys have been the, the easily the most viable they've ever been. Like like I said, it's Johnny Goodrow's spotlight card, or any any small player that has elite edges is very usable with how it's playing. The one thing that I'm I'm really getting annoyed by is, and again, I think this has is something to do with sixes. And if you play a lot of sixes, let me know, right? Because I don't play a lot of sixes anymore. I just watch it at the highest level, and that's again, I'll, you're almost playing a different game when you get to that level. But when you're within sticks length of someone and you po check it's like it's not hitting the puck and there's literally this dead zone where you can't bump them and when you go to po check you like can't get the puck so you po check and they make the po check animation but they just like the player with the puck just ignores it and you can't stick lift because it's an automatic penalty and i don't know if anyone else is noticing that but that's like the one thing in sixes where like defensively I find that the the game is just straight line or like because you're very rarely yeah. you, can you knock the puck off and keep it knocked off because how many times have you guys po check the puck away and it just goes a little bit further and they just immediately get it back yeah it's sometimes it's like the worst thing long. to actually even poke like even like last like I haven't changed how I played defense it's still the same because people still do the same stuff it's like you poke it it goes back to the guy and it's almost like they get the advantage because they're still gaining speed and whenever yeah. you poke you lose that speed like you know you, you get hit on the speed which is fine but like good defensive plays just aren't rewarded and i mentioned something real quick about the rap yeah. too 
Um, in previous years, and this is not a knock on Pistol Pete over there, but this is uh, the thing about Ben is with Ben, like you could talk to him, like this is fine, like maybe he'll you know change over time or somebody that other developers, who knows. Um, but like with the rap, right? We, we, me and Kesso, and I know you have Sleazy. Like for years, we've been doing different rap glitches. There's been so many iterations of a leg kick rap. I mean, Kesso and Josh Realis is like the most notorious story ever. Like they were hitting rap glitches galore before they went to Washington, and then they patch it the day before they show yeah, up, and then they get yeah. they get screwed over. But it's there's always been raps in the game, and I feel like last year was like the first year there really wasn't like a rap, honestly. And Ben was very like hard about like patching that type of thing. This year with this rap, the only thing that I have an issue with is it's so easy to do. Now, to hit it every time, I don't even hit it every time. But I hit it a decent amount of times. But it's, like, so easy to learn because it, it, it's, like, an auto-generated animation. Mm-hmm. I wish, like, if they're going to make it an auto-generated, like, or an auto-animation, make it, like, a big loop instead of just, like, a tight rap. You know you what I'm saying? You mean, like, because, a Stefan Mateau overtime? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, but, yeah, exactly. Like, just make it... So then it won't work. If you make it so the guy like cuts like really wide, the animation, it won't work. Because it ca- it's so tight and the goalies can't get over quick enough. It's almost physically impossible without falling down to tuck a puck like that on your backhand. I mean, you might, you might be one of the greatest players ever to do that. Yeah. I saw Pavel Buchnevich, Charles Ferris's favorite player, catch a puck off the wall this, this uh, two or three days ago when the Blues played. And he did it on his forehand. Johnny Gaudreau did it earlier this year on his forehand. Doing it on your forehand is much easier because you have, like, the power going with you. And you have to have elite edges to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Literally. I just wish in this game they wouldn't make it so easy to do it because anybody can do it. Just because you just all you gotta do is just push up and it's just it'll yeah. Do it so one thing, so, one thing I do want to add though that's interesting that you said that I think whenever Ben was the gameplay guy, right? We saw a lot of like mid-year patches. We also saw like band aids when that stuff happened, right? So you were saying if the animation was longer, we had stuff like that to where they would kind of make things less effective by putting in like a, a choppy animation. Um, the one year there was a wraparound that ha- there was that long animation where you're like kind of like by the trapezoid and they would do a slow wrap and it would go five hole every time. Yes. Um, they kind of put that in. The Geimer goal. The Geimer one was awful, right? But like that they put the stuff worst. in to make like things less effective and I think it kind of hampered some other things. Like yeah. for this, I don't know if I would mind it, I but can, I don't know. I can give you like my like, like, like reasoning as to why. So again new gameplay developer new philosophy and they're really with how i don't want to say poorly how little time they had to make 23 um people say that think they have a year in the current dev cycle all sports games guys developers that for a sports video game have about 12 weeks to implement new stuff and put it in the game that is just you're never going to see a significant improvement year over year in any sports game um until that's fixed but what I think is happening now is, like, the if they go back and patch stuff for 23, okay? They go back and patch stuff, they're pulling whoever they have for those 12 weeks off of 24. Mm-hmm. And I think that with what's happened this year, about this year, was, there was nothing. If we, if we really think about what was added to the game, it was very, very minimal because all of it had to go into crossplay. And you know, and the mission, and the and like the lacrosse flip play that you never see, and the diving, like that all took time, and that didn't hit. Crossplay will, but the other stuff, like that, didn't hit. Um, and and this other, like, so the, I don't see how they're gonna be able to take people off. And the, the issue is, is like I remember, because everyone says like, 
you know, we, we need this stuff patched. And while I agree, this one is r really rough. Like, it, it's it's not enjoyable. You can't, uh, what I do now is I won't do it unless someone does it to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, nobody really scored. Like, I think I've been scored on it like two to three times, maybe. That's over I have to be a lot of games. zoned out. I have yeah. been real zoned out because it's, it's kind of like very telegraphed. Yeah. Um, and it is easy to defend. But, you know, I think that, um, I think it was NHL 20. The year where everyone complained that the beta was like the was the best, and and this is in hockey ultimate team, and everyone complained, and they re-rolled it back to the beta, and it was awful. Like it was they, you know what I mean? They they did like multiple patches and everything like that. They put it back to the beta, and I think the issue is is that not only does the meta get flushed out in every video game because we play it, we're hyper fixated. This is not how a video game should be. A yearly video game should be played. It shouldn't be hundred hours in a week. It should be hundred hours in a game cycle. Yeah, right. Like you know what I mean. Like so, what ends up happening is people find the path of least resistance, and then the overalls go up like i no one realizes that i feel like it's just something that is always overlooked yes you when you know what i mean like when goals start going in more because they didn't at the start of the year it's like shot totals weren't in the 90s on the majority of these players right that's why at the beginning of the year team builders were like unbelievable because all of their shots went in and they could pick cores. It's like yeah of course they could they had 90 accuracy and all everyone's goaltender was like 83 overall right and I, I just don't think that's taken into account enough. And this is a bigger issue because that needs to be addressed. That's not an excuse. They need to figure out a way to keep the game somewhat at a decent level while allowing progression. And the only way you do that is the build system. So until they do that, it, it is really just this is always going to be an issue. The, the game fundamentally changes by a considerable amount, maybe more than any other sports game when it, when it comes to Ultimate Team. Um, Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around 200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 
does hockey get affected? I mean, it's already been a month, right? And you already see people like, oh, what what tuners or patches or whatever have changed the gameplay. I don't think anything's changed since the game was released. Just overalls, man. Yeah, and look how different it is, right, from from release. I can tell you that, like, if something in gameplay changed with the philosophy of the new developer, he is very against, like, you know, changing a lot of stuff because he has, like, I think he has a plan. He has a plan in place. And he's trying to exercise it over not just one game, but multiple. Yeah. Right? And I've been trying to say, like, I like any feedback I give in there, which is turned extremely minimal, has been like, I am not asking for a patch. Uh, open Opening the discussion for future, you know, game titles, right? Like, whenever I talked about um, the goalies with the animations, right? So the, the main thing's been, like, the game changers complained, and now the goalies or the cross crease, like... Anytime I've given feedback this year is like, hey, what do you guys think of this? I think this is overpowered. Uh, are we able to look into this for NHL 24? Are we able to talk about it at least or evaluate how people feel? And that's been my feedback. Like, it hasn't been like, the hell are you guys doing? Change this shit. Like, it's never like I'm, that. I'm, I'm even like out on talking about game. I, I find gameplay to be so subjective. And because it's 1v1, uh, there's like a list of like who you want to blame when you lose. Yeah, it's never, it's never me. It's It's never me, dude. I've never lost a game. I feel that too. I do it too on stream. Like I'll lose a game where the goal, like the result is not my fault, but the play where I lose the puck up at the, like up behind the goal line of my opponent where I made a really bad pass, I'll ignore, but then it's like some busted, you know, nonsense that ends up in my net. And that's clearly EA's like doing um but i don't want to talk about like what happened so like it's it's so that's why i don't give a lot of my feedback on gameplay anymore because you know you you'll never please everyone with it um the rap like when people talk about glitch goals this is a good topic i want to keep talking about the meta but that's fine it all ties together i think we haven't gotten into the meat and potatoes of the meta i don't think but um glitch goals at a certain level because you only control one player on the ice like i'd like to get your opinion on this you patrick so when you get your when you, when you only play when you only play one player on the ice, it's very difficult because um, defensively is where you see it because you can just sit there, right? And your AI will do a lot of the work because for the most part, I feel like the most part, the most challenging thing with defense in NHL twenty three is to try and stop fight is to fight with your AI to get him to stay in the right spot. Like I don't know what it is, but your far side defenseman always wants to go to the strong side. Like there's so many times where in the middle of the play, I literally just have to switch to my backside defenseman and drag him back to that guy to cover him, and then switch off and try to keep attacking. Um, but yeah, like you, you get a lot of players who just sit there, and it leads to a very like boring. Uh, there has to be something to counter that, right? Like in NHL 22, there was none of it, so uh, there was no. It was easily the game that had the least amount of glitched goals. Yeah, and defense was so much easier. Like, that's the thing with the wiggle stick and, like, you never lost Mm -hmm. speed. Like, that game was boring because defense was so easy. Exactly. And and what ended up happening was a lot of the games, like, more games that I personally experienced, but more games that, like, just people in general resulted in a hockey goal, which a lot of people enjoy because they, they want, you know what I mean? A lot of it was, like, a shot rebound something like you know what i mean it was very it was very like that there wasn't anything that was like technically in game that you pulled off that was impressive that ended up being you know a result of of you winning um but i think that some of those shots like the short side one at the bottom of the faceoff dot if someone's not going to challenge you and fades completely into the middle and allows you to take those shots right like i'm i'm almost like okay with some of them the rap one is is pretty bad though 
because the a the ease of it right like we talked about the geimer one for anyone who doesn't know what the geimer goal was was it last year yeah it was last year it got patched like within a week or something it was early on last year yeah um basically what you did is on the on if you if you went um behind the net and you're on the backhand and you got to the trapezoid line like where the where the trapezoid line hits the boards all you had to do on your backhand so the puck is almost on the boards is you would just flick up and they would shoot like a backhand shot at the goaltender and the goaltender would come off the post a little bit and it would like it required nothing it required you to just go there and flick up at least this one to an extent there's a button involved because you're basically flicking up behind the net while holding a um but you got to get in position for it i guess a little bit while moving yeah there's a little bit more to it but it's still like so this is easy now but this is easy to defend it's just that it's all anybody's going for because like a lot of plays that should result in goals don't go in like i one timers don't pass this yeah dude and it's like so often it's like good hockey plays wide open one timers like you make three passes tic-tac-toe and the goalie just makes a crazy desperation save Padre, have you scored a one-timer from the face-off dot? Um, no. And my backdoor sauces, which were one of the few things I know they they were very like arcadey and video gameish, whatever you want to call it. I think they're sick. Though. They they, they were dude. Nothing was like, better than a nice crispy marinara sauce. I love backdoor. It. Now it's like my tippins are what I get excited about, and it's so sad to say that. Guy, another thing that needs to be patched. Competitively, it's tough. Competitively, it's yeah, tough. It's tough. It's tough. Another thing that needs to be patched, and this is like, I don't know how anybody could argue this. Why are computer penalties in the game again? I don't understand that. There was, was a reason. Today. So there I was, was a reason. Today. Oh, my bad. Sorry. Oh, no, you go ahead. No, you I go was ahead. just saying, I was playing again today, and like, I'm in the corner with my guy, and all of a sudden, I'm like, what did I get a penalty for? I didn't even, I didn't even hit anything. I didn't poke anything. Oh, Jared McCain got a penalty. He's over on the right side of the ice. He's just bumping the crap out of somebody. It's like, okay, well. Like what? You know, I don't know. I don't understand that. You know what I mean? Like, why is that in the game? I don't get it. I think I might be wrong. I think it's because they added. Like I said, I could be wrong here. I think it's because they added the Zegris into the game, right? The the flip. And in order to add the flip, you have to uh, turn on auto battens for the AI. That really turning on the auto battens, I believe, has a effect of also turning on some other auto things for the ai i think that's it i'm not 100 sure don't quote me that on it that sounds very 50, 50. Oil hat but there so did this come up in conversation this came up in conversation okay. at one point and i don't know if this was the reason why there was something that was turned on in the game i believe and that caused the ai to take like so we, we've noticed and we've seen it in the games where the um the net comes off right like that yeah, that has happened yeah that's very new. rarely that happens um there's some also some other things that happen um and and i think it's around some of the new additions to the game because like i i I I was streaming this week in padre same thing that happened you happened to me i got a penalty and i'm like guys can you tell me like what happened there because like i have no idea what happened yeah I, i my guess again so they're trying to make gameplay uniform so i think it might be just like for frank like offline like what like your cpu will take penalties when you're playing franchise mode like you know when like you choose simulation arcade those gameplay slider types when you first start the game i that's my guess i could be completely wrong there um but i think that what might be um because that's awfully that's awfully tough it's not it's not like it was back like an angel 18 though that or 19 no those were bad because you can like if you just turned your back to the ai you would take a penalty they would trip yeah they would get they would get a penalty yeah. yeah it is it is frustrating though and again i think so let's talk about 
I personally am finding enjoyment from tip shots for two reasons. One, everyone plays collapsing protect net. So I'm all for trying to, as much like the glitch goal, like the glitch wrap, like the wrap. If you're going to sit there and not defend it, right, and it is wide open, that that's on you. Uh, it shouldn't be the only thing you go for. And, it, you know, eventually you should be able to get stopped. But if everyone plays collapsing protect net, there's a there's a way to set up tips. And I find that satisfying. Mm -hmm. But competitively, it's brutal because the setup requires some skill. It requires vision because you can't just blindly shoot because you're going to waste possession of the puck, which is why not a lot of pro players will do that ever, other than like junior pens and probably Badre. Um, But like now when you when you aim for tips like you got to wait for someone to be on the left or the right of the goaltender their sticks like you know horizontal but there's no control manually of that player with the stick for the tipping so that's where i think that competitively it's kind of not ideal is that why you switched back know. to overhead camera a little bit yeah. <laughs> i was gonna say i noticed that the other day when i came in the stream i'm like oh sleazy's he's playing on overhead like I, i'll be honest <laughs> with you like um when i when i play and it's probably at a detriment like because i give up puck possession it's not like it's the end-all be-all and the best way to play i find it super satisfying in this game though to watch your centerman which is why i think overload is the best strategy in the game this year to sit when he sets up in the middle and he gets in a position and then you fire your shot not for the goaltender. Like, I don't even look where the goalie is, mm -hmm. like, at all. I'm not looking for it at all. I'm waiting for my centerman or winger, whoever's up there, to be in a battle or turn around and look at me, and I fire my I fire my shot either on the ice, depending on where he's aiming, and when it goes in, it's just so satisfying. But, like, competitively, man, it's rough because there's no control. Like, you control the play and the getting in that position, right? But yeah. because there's no manual tips, it's like, man, you're just hoping to get lucky. So the know? weird thing about the tips, though, and I don't know if you've noticed this, I find so many of them result in, like, hitting the post and dying on the goal line. A lot of them do. Right? Yeah, and that's just chaos. No, chaos. no, but it seems weird, like, it happens too much. Yeah. You know? Like, there's, like, some kind of, like, dead zone in there where, it, like, hey, that puck should be in the net. Mm -hmm. I, I agree with that. Yeah, like, there, there's, there's probably, like, an optimal place for it. Something that I've noticed is that... Um, Someone in my Discord, he was screaming about this for like since last year too. And I don't think I understood it. I think his name is Toby. So Toby, if you're listening to this, I think it was you. But he told me that there was a way to manual get man like the whole manual tip oh, thing no. is hilarious because that doesn't exist in the game. I apologize. We've gone to the developers, the people that make the game and code the game. There is no button that controls the player that tips the puck. Okay. But there's ways to manipulate getting a tip shot. So if you L2 at the point ever so slightly, right? So you'll open up, right? Which is very dangerous because when you open up at the point and there's someone right there, it's a pocheck and it's a breakaway. But if you do it slightly and fire it, it seems that like the puck is tipped a bit better. Yeah. Or tipped oh, it is. Or it is. Were, it's so yeah. weird. I, I, it's I found that out the one night with like Nathan. Uh, we were just like in, in a versus game or something for like two hours, like... And then I started skating backwards, holding an L2 and like firing it. It's like all of a sudden my guys are tipping the puck. Yes. I'm wondering if it's because, because technically it's called vision control, like what you're doing when you're, yeah. half, when you're holding down L2. And I'm wondering if that like, it signifies the player in front mm -hmm. that like, you're trying to like, look, but there's it almost draws <laughs> yeah, but there's, like, I don't yeah, know, but like, it's so weird that there's like nothing, like how would you even find that out? Right. Besides trial and error, but there's like no documentation or anything anywhere. It's like. And I don't think EA could tell us, like, oh, yeah, that, that happens. You know, like, I don't think they could 
like give us confirmation on that i don't either and i what i well, like what stats go into that you know right. like, that that's the one like thing about nhl that i've always had a problem with is i've been kind of like a nerd about about the like abilities like the or sorry the stats like attributes um because the, now in game they're they're stated what they actually do like in eshl you can find like a glossary of like terms that was never in the game and i i remember oh there's a lot of game changers that argue to have that in there but some of it doesn't even make sense. I mean, we've seen it now this year with the hot rush thing where you have to get wrist shots. Nothing registers as a wrist shot. Like, very few. You have to pull it back, stop skating, so you're, you're in a glide. You have to, you know, it is very, very precise to get a wrist shot or the game to quantify it as a wrist shot. So that leads me to believe if everything is a snapshot, what attribute does that impact? You would assume you would assume your wrist shot yeah, power. You would assume I that. Would I know. I, I would but, bet money on it, but it might not be true. No, it might not be. Like, there's no way to, and that's frustrating because I want to know why. Like, I want to know what attributes, like, how, what does strength impact? Yeah. You know, because it's a modifier. It's not an actual thing. It, it improves like your balance and your your ability to hit and all of that. We but, used like, to think no it it might impact faceoffs, right, Padre? Wasn't that the conspiracy yeah. for a while? I also think like strength is put in the game just to raise overalls. <laughs> like honestly, yeah, 100%. and uh, going back to what we said about like wasting a zone entry or wasting zone, you know, zone time by just flicking a turd. I'm gonna be honest. I've watched Grant. I've watched top guys that never flicked a turd or a D to D in their like lives. I feel like, and they're doing them. So if they're doing them, I think they realize, okay, I could sit here and I would like to watch Regs play. I haven't been able to play him this year. He's on old gen it's Xbox. It's fun to watch him play Eki. Yeah, and, and we'll see what he does because Regs is notorious for just eating up the zone and, and looking for the perfect back door. one-timer. Yeah, yeah and now, I mean, dude, he was hitting freaking, you know, one-timers in the corner in GWC. And, like, that's a little egregious, I would say. But, you know, at the end of the day, I mean... I think you're gonna if it if it stays like it is, you're gonna see dudes in GWC that you're getting knocked out by just back skating and flicking a shot on net and then going in. I mean, it's crazy, man. It's a weird time. Here's the, here's the thing though, because like that, it always counterbalances that. So everyone for the last like since the skill zone, everyone ever I, I I say this every year. I don't think a lot of people realize what the skill zone actually is because when you control your right handed defenseman and you're staying where the right handed defenseman should be not moving because you're covering the back door, let's say that doesn't mean your skill zone. that means that you're literally controlling your right hand of the fenceman and you're keeping him where he should be taking a winger and bring him into the middle and not moving is that's what, what skill zoning is. Right. So like, and what, what happened was in NHL 18, when um your the AI would auto pin along the boards, which was like, I would love to go back and experience how bad that was. Yeah. Um, because everything was high aggressive. You put everything on high aggressiveness because you would you want your AI to go and attack. And you could just sit there because if you got close to the boards, your AI would just pin, pin them up along the boards. But then when they removed that by taking away all of that, they don't auto pin, they don't take penalties in 19, everyone went to collapsing protect net. And I'm wondering, as this year goes along, do we see staggered? from pro players see i still I, I still don't think we will just because like the the Either rap's so effective and like yeah. ugly goals and clothes are so effective yeah for sure i think we might see a mix or maybe uh an adjustment to certain players that like do it <laughs> um but as long as that people are running collapsing protect net like you have to be aware that that is something that if you don't take your winger and attack them like that's on you right like you have to defend that right and um or, or just, like, block it. I switched like, to contain because Kesso was saying that he uses it, and I was yeah. just going to try it out, and I, I kind of like it. I don't I don't really know what it does yet because I've only used it for four games, but 
I, I maybe it's you know I, that's you what can... I've used for like uh, two years in a row now. I like okay. it more than the uh, ProtectNet. Okay, yeah. So that's interesting. I, it would be kind of funny, sleeve, since you, you you know you do this for a living and you have like the time to do it on stream. It'd be kind of cool to see you go back and play last year's game just for like a game or two and be like, I don't know, just to see if you enjoy it more, like because you can score backdoor again. And if it feels nice to be able to... Maybe, yeah. I hated 20. I know, I know. I just, after going from this, though, it's just, it's so different where you, like, you know, you, you just feel like you're, you set up a nice play and you're like, oh, it's wide open and you get punished sometimes. I'll be, yeah, like, I'll be, I'll be real because I've, the, the problem is, is that, like, I haven't even gone for those. Like, how many times have you seen, like, a one-timer open that you just do not, you just curl back behind your net or, like, you go to the point now? Like, do you guys even look for that? Because the back door goes in. They just have to be real close to the net. Yeah. Right? Like, it goes in. But it's the one-timer, like, Ovechkin. Like, you know what I mean? Like, those, those ones. I, they, I miss those, too. Yeah, I miss those. I, I kind of... So I, but I just completely ignore it because I don't even... And I don't take one-timers to my defensemen. I find that they catch and release for some reason. I don't know if you're oh, noticing that at all. It makes me think that, too. I wouldn't even mind... Because in this one, just you could say this is the next factor ability. One T... The guys that are good at it in real life, Ovechkin, Stamkos, um, every team has guys. Like, I mean, like here's a random guy that was on Pittsburgh last year, Evan Rodriguez, great one-timer. Not a lot of people know that, unless you watch the Penguins or watch the Avalanche now. Vladimir Tarasenko, I skated with him for, I don't even know how many years, 10 years. He cannot take a one-timer. He has to choke up on his stick to take one. And this isn't even like, he, he has one of the greatest shots in the NHL, wrist shot, though. I, I would like if it was, like, different. Like, this guy's really good at it in the game, and you get rewarded for, like, hey, that's Stamkos over there. I'm going to send it right over to him, and he blows him by the goalie. I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Something where it's there's... It's so funny because that's, like, that's like, one T, though, but, like, one T doesn't work. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. A lot of guys, people don't realize, taking a one-timer is an art. It really is. There's not not a lot of teams... Dude, Yarmir Yager, one of the greatest goal scorers of all time, never took one. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of guys that can't do it, and it's it's a it's a skill. Like, everybody thinks in the NHL, oh, every guy can do it. No, you. it's really... There's certain guys that can't. Kessler, are you taking one-timers from the point? No, they're awful. Okay. Are you seeing the catch-and-release thing? Or is no, so I'm not seeing it because I'm not taking them. There's no okay, point... Okay, so, okay, dude, yeah. there's no point in taking them, right? Because if you do the D-to-D... You have nobody in front of the net because by the no, time, yeah, because you have to wait yeah. until your guys get in front unless you do a D to D to D, right? So, mm-hmm. I, I don't like um, it. Uh, the other thing I've noticed about like the gameplay so far is that uh, short side wristers, like you know, like the curl in the middle, what, what has been the go to goal for like you know since like NHL five, um, not really a thing. And we talked about this like far side snipes are. If you watch the goaltender, will almost always overcommit to like a side on a lot and you can fire these like low really low far side shots that go in can like a ton from the you point. scored I mean, one of them i was watching your stream for a few mm-hmm. minutes you scored a wrist shot and i scored the same one where you like pass it to the you know d to d pass and you just fire it low blocker side and it goes in clean yeah. it's like if they're screened uh, again i i think that this goes back to like what the game is like this year and I think that's, like, what it is in sixes. Like, I, again, I haven't played a lot of sixes, but, like, I've noticed, like, that, you know what I mean? Like, the, the goalie doesn't go down a butterfly very fast. Or, like, is so if he can't see the shot, it's like he doesn't go in. It's very different. And I've said this since the launch of the game. It's very different. And I'll take different, whether it's good or bad, over what we've had the last 10 years because it has been essentially the exact same. Mm-hmm. Like at the at the core, it's always been the short side wrister or the one timer, 
right? Like, and those are goals that go in in real life. Like, the, I'm not, I'm not discrediting that. I'm talking about my experience in the video game. I don't mind the gameplay currently. If you remove the wraps and the the brutal finicky like random goalie animations that do they do, like I said they just don't go down in the butterfly. It's like they it's like they're stuck when you're manually controlling a goaltender and you've got to hit the R two to go down to the butterfly. It's like they're not doing that when the puck is like just outside the crease. Yeah. If they took care of that, like like I said, it's refreshing in the sense that it is different. I agree. But it is it is definitely I'll be right back. I'm gonna go show I gotta go grab some real quick. I'll show you guys how, how a goalie should play. Hold on. Oh, you guys can keep talking. Great. This is gonna be the great. oversized yeah. equipment. <laughs> I can't yeah, what piece of oversized equipment do we have today? Um hey, um, while I, wait, while Padre's gone, uh guys, don't forget this podcast is brought to you by gamersalin.com. Uh we have to expect a GWC announcement at some point when GWC is announced. The best play to or best place to practice, uh, gamerslin.com. Do some wager matches against Regs, Gren, Polgs, the Duncan Deli. Um, if you guys want to see all the top Aves players, Aves, Aves, Aves is grinding. Um, gamerslin.com. The links down below. Uh, sign up. Uh, do some of the you know power hour matches or whatever they have. Like you know, look on their social, they'll see when they're doing wave, them. They'll give away free. Yeah, free, yeah. Uh, free games. Great so site, well. great business, great guys. Absolutely. Man, what is he going to get? I, 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 dude, I hope he put. Right, I hope he puts on everything. Oh my god! <laughs> real quick, what is that? This, if you're in the crease in real life, in this, this game, is awesome. they stand there like this. They, okay. they need, they need to get down in the butterfly on their knees with their paddle down so they can cover the puck. For some reason, in this game, they stand there like this, and it ends up going around their body. It's not that difficult. Just get down on the paddle. And cover the puck. I, they I don't, don't have that animation. And that's the problem. <laughs> they need you, that, but they, they don't have that get. animation. I, I, I don't understand it. You know what's really that, funny? I, I had this to get my ears like, um... show it because maybe if they, maybe if they see what I'm doing here, maybe they'll call me for like a mocap or something. It, dude, you're the mocap guy. <laughs> this this was so funny. I felt like we're one of those sports shows where they get the guys in the suits down there and they do their dude, thing and they mimic the stuff. But it's true. Like the paddle down in the crease would alleviate a lot of the problems. That's the. I feel like yeah. I feel like he's not wrong there. The paddle down. I'm a big paddle down guy. Like I'm an old school Johnny Quick. I know you don't like him, sleazy. You think he's severely overrated. I get it. He's the king of the paddle down. And it's just it's just battling in the crease. And I just I see goalies just standing upright all the time. I'm like, what are they doing? But I had to get my stuff out just to get a little make it a little funny. You will not find that on any other uh, NHL video game (laughs) slash hockey podcast. No, yeah, it's it's true. That was great. That was great, dude. (laughs) <laughs> all right we're almost at we're, man we always end up going these always end up being so much longer than i think yeah all right so uh let's talk a little bit about squad battles your enjoyment of squad battles yes. all right so my uh my wife had the to leave all day yesterday she's gone like eight to five so it's just me and my daughter we had a great day we like read books we read you know clifford's <laughs> bath time which was amazing clifford, clifford has a movie which is very creepy by the way because oh yeah the cgi clifford yeah. which is crazy oh, yeah. i was my i saw the trailer goes- yeah my wife throws movies on for summer for whatever reason. A dog movie, of course. Out there, and she was literally sitting there watching Clifford. I'm like, Dude, that's a creepy ass. Yeah, so we did a bunch of great things. But at some point, you know, she took a nap and stuff. And I was thinking, like, oh, you know, I have Hut Champs games to play, but, like, I can't really play those. Like, what if she wakes up? So I'm like, I'm going to play some squad battles. I got to tell you, I had fun. Uh, not only could I pause did you the score g- the same goals? No. It's not the same so, so I did um, to get the five goals. You went for t- okay, okay. Because like so you I, I, tips. I, I did afterwards, right? Because yes, like afterwards, yeah. It was fun in the sense that like I wanted to try out seeing eye. I wanted to try out some things, 
and then I also wanted to try out some like different plays, like uh, like some deflection. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> it's he... a very rare breed of dog. So he play. heard the Clifford talk. And he's like, I got to get. Yeah, out of this he's, like, he's like, this no, I think, I think I woke ass. up and slumbered. I mean, these dogs sleep like twenty hours a day, and I, I walked in the other room, and he, he heard me get up. So my bad. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, dude, it was great. I had a fun time playing squad battles. Uh, ten out of ten would recommend. Okay, here's my actual take. If you are someone that grinds for GWC, okay, this is gonna sound crazy because it's gonna fight all of your like, in, you know, your intuition and your and your the way that you want to play. If you play twenty games of Hut Champs and you're in Division One or Two, unless you don't have a job or it is uh, you are you have forty hours available, or, to you, yeah, or or you don't have like a relationship or like there's that yeah, whatever, which is fine. Yeah, you're at that stage of life. We've all been there at some point. Um if it is not advantageous to play rivals um because once you were in division one and two it's percentage so a percentage of the player base in that those guys grind more than anyone else more than anyone else the the best players they always just play they play the most which makes sense right i think that that isn't like a you know crazy thing to think about until they change it to like a a full like okay, you get to thirty thousand points or twenty five, and you've hit ultimate. Until they do that, nothing's going to change. You should play your twenty hut champs games. It is more rewarding because you can get max squad battles like top one hundred fairly easily if you're able in division one and two to get. That. Realistically, and, if if you can get the five goals in the first period, which I think a lot of people can, you can like sit and behind you, the net and not move, you can sit like uh, Rex posted a, a screenshot of where to sit in the offensive zone you might have one on your youtube channel uh sleeves i don't know and like I, I i hit my points and then the one game she woke up like i, I put my controller down and like that's it it's like the game's that, over like, that's like but like yeah like it, and now you might not get top 100 but if you got elite one you're getting tradable cards as well as coins yeah how many how many coins do you get for that do you know i th- i want to say it's like twenty five thousand. and then what do you know what like, packs not, you get they're decent like but it, you might get like a decent. jumbo elite or something right yeah and it's, it's tradable not bad man yeah like rivals if you can get ultimate yeah like in your division one or two that's nuts but the problem is is that you're not you're gonna get gold because i'm talking about the people that are good Dude, at the game it's so one, two, bad how it is jump. right now i i like, like, last how week times have you hit platinum I, I couldn't. I so the game came out that first week. I played a ton. I didn't sleep that week, right? So I hit platinum or like the second one. Ever yeah. since then, I've played a max of like five games of rivals in one week. Last uh, two weeks ago, I, I got iron. Last week, I got silver because I because I played my champs games and I played uh, two to five rivals games. Mm-hmm. This week, I've played zero rivals games. So like, I'm gonna try to play a couple games to get the win streak rewards, but I'm gonna get silver again. So like, instead of getting those, like I might just play squad battles because I can do whatever yep exactly like i feel like people don't realize the pause the ability to pause the game and just go do whatever you're and doing. not play and against people that dude that yeah, do the man, raps like, all the time which i'm, I'm like such a hypocrite because that's yeah. but that was my whole thing up until two years ago yeah like it's a much less stressed out version like and i i would try it if you are if you are in that that portion of the player base that if you're 30 and diamond, up yeah yeah put on a netflix show or something Mm -hmm. put on hulu whatever like listen to coffee and chill there you go yeah Yeah, i yeah i mean i I 100 would recommend i um, uh it's more rewarding game or uh the world series final game i i did it in inning six to nine which shows you how boring baseball is i guess right now but Mm -hmm. 
I uh, I had it on. I was watching the World Series. I would, you know, I was doing the Hut 23 to get the Terravine, and, and I was like, I put my whole lineup full. Way easier to yeah. get those done, by the way. Yeah, just stack your lineup with all the dudes, and uh, I just, you know, I scored a goal, went in the corner, and just sat there, and then watch the game and then i would just do that through every period and i mean it made it go by a lot quicker just by having something on to watch and yeah i mean the only thing i guess for me is just like i, I just i have to keep playing online like you're not saying like you can't play online and do this there's like, a competitive yeah. aspect yes i, I gotta keep to keep my like you know skills interest keep going you know to keep them up to par i guess you know just because you know if you just sit in the corner and score a goal Hey, hey, squad battles is just my batting practice, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm out there with <laughs> yeah, yeah, champs yeah. hitting home runs. The driving range, yeah. 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 That's good. All right. All right. Uh, let's talk about... Man, I want to fix Hut. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll save that. We kind of talked about a lot of the things we want fixed, though. I did, yeah. Like, I'll be honest with you here. Like, the, the introduction of Arcade and the different way to play Rivals, it's so funny because everyone on Reddit and on Twitter, they want to fight each other. When you don't realize, like, why are we fighting each other? Because we have to decide between two game types when there should just be more stuff to do in the game. And maybe with the, that's always been my thing is that once crossplay is in, which is now it's slowly getting. There. Oh yeah, you can you um, can do ones. I'm sure everybody hopped on that this week. I forgot that was legitimately a thing that you could do. Um, but like, I think that it allows them to put more stuff in the game and like a new game mode. Man, there is. We can all agree there is no shot that it is squad battles rivals champs repeat next year yeah it's gonna be i bet i'd bet money on there's it. there's no way that there isn't something else what? So, there's so much to fix like if you just add something else it's just gonna be another thing that's maybe not that wanted that it's gonna get dropped in a few years like draft champs that was in the game and it sucked unless they unless they actually put effort Battle into boards it and they didn't execute it correctly. yeah they didn't execute they, it correctly right they they there's a the only thing they could add that I'd, I'd be like, okay, if they add this thing, it'd be good, is like a moment system like MLB, right? You you, you have huge. the modes would... in the game that just yeah. need adjusted. That's it. They, they need adjusted. Work on what you have. If you're going to add one more thing, only do moments. Don't waste your time on Rush. That's it's, the dumbest. It's like... so funny. It's so funny because like, I think that a moment system would, would liven up Hockey Ultimate Team more than anything else like more yeah. than comp seasons and i think that people don't realize it because they don't play mlb dude and, and have like, it tied to the, to the cards that come out yeah. you know like dude moments dude, you gotta score you gotta get six points with zabinajad in a period on superstar and like it that would be Bro, nuts how, like, did you guys hard. see the mcdavid going overtime with last night yes yes you gotta score in overtime with mcdavid that's it that's it yeah. it's a quick moment it's three on three boom 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 and maybe you got maybe you get like a hot champs collectible yeah yeah or something yeah like two thousand like coins like, i think even like i know that's small but like yeah that would allow them to do so much that would freshen up the game yeah 100 i agree on that and it, it's it's crazy because people would be like wow it's just offline that'd be boring it's like dude you have to think of it if, if they could do it daily like if they could do it or old events like you can come up with a Tabo Terra Vining card that I came out with when you had to do, like, you know, score a couple goals like him. I always use, my favorite one I always use is the Sam Gagne eight-point game. Yeah. Like, you get, if you do that, you get Sam Gagne's 86 overall flashback card, you know? Yeah. It just allows them to do a ton. So. Dude, do the flashback dynamic, do an Ovi, have him as, like, 65-goal season or whatever it was, have different goals throughout the year, all that stuff. It'd be, you know, he probably had, like, a four- or five-goal game that season. Like, dude, you know, that's the final one. We're coming up to like Winter National or whatever. Like the Christmas event is always international, I think, because of the world because the world junior used to be then. 
Um, if that's the case, what Winter National flashback card do you want? Can't say Char. No, that they doesn't do that. Count. I feel like there was a good host out the one year. Was there? Dad was say I would say Datsuk. He in the game There's still. A Crosby. Is Datsuk in the game? I don't know. Actually, I don't think he is. I think it was a situation where he didn't resign into it. What about like a Jack Campbell for Team USA? Maybe a maybe a maybe help. a. He's not getting any prime time. Maybe, maybe a Jordan Eberle for that World Junior he had. And I feel like that's always used though. No, <laughs> I, I, I'm just thinking of ones like in recent memory. I mean, Johnny T. Johnny T. Shootout. I don't know. There's like different. From the old event though. I'm talking about like oh. how they did with table. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, okay. Um. Yeah. Hmm. I, I don't know. Like the the Datsuk one is the one that like, I think because I all all my memory goes back to the the damn <laughs> Jara. There was a McKinnon. Yeah. Um. There was a Carl. Oh god. I, it's so funny because Carlson deserves all the MSPs this year, and I've just, brah. dude, yeah, we've had four years of him being. I mean, MSP Headman, stick him up. That's <laughs> kidding. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we have this yeah, X exactly, factor, yeah. right? So, yeah, I team of the year is going to be interesting too. I'm excited. To see I think that. I think we know three out of the six. I would think, or four out of the six. Shesterkin, Shesterkin, and McDavid and McCarr and Yossi, in my opinion, are, are locks. 1,000% locks. Like, they can't the, let, even if they got injured. The I left winger, I think it's going to be Huberto or Goudreau, and I think the right winger is going to be Marner and Kane. I'm just basing off of points and then just, like, playoff stuff. I'd be surprised if they went back to Randon again. I really would be. They have to have a, make it where it's, like, not, like, just locked on left wing. And locked. I have a feeling it's not. No, just really? because, like, if that's the case, Matthews will always be screwed out, right? Team, yeah, the team of the, team of the year is, is clearly a marketing thing. Like, it is clearly because they do like the special skates or like whatever the team like you know what i mean like it, it's clearly like an event for the nhl too it's not just like team of the season where it's like the best cards from that or the best players from that year so i think they're really shooting themselves they're running into an issue where it's basically mccarr and mcdavid they no matter how good the other players are matthews won like every award yeah right? That's true, but McMatthew but McDavid still earned is still the play, team of the year center. But he has right? to be. Exactly. But if you did yeah. Marner, you still get the Toronto fan base. If you do Chicago, yeah. you still get you know Patrick or Patrick Kane. You get Chicago. I mean, I think Goudreau isn't a bad one for left wings just because he had so much publicity this off season. Do you yeah. think his start to this year though kind of like uh, hampered those chances? Goudreau, Johnny Goudreau. I don't yeah, know. I mean he hasn't been that bad. He's been under. I mean, he's they like their, their team's atrocious. Sorry, Nasher, but you guys yeah, are terrible. Their team, yeah, their team is their team is. Really um, I mean, he's got 18 points in 18 games. That's not bad. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely good. NHL, it's not like uh, with, with Boone Jenner as your centerman. <laughs> he's not. I, I like that Boone. Would, he's a good. He's a hard worker, but he's a very like um, Craig Smith type player. If it's yo, know, if it's not position locked, who are the three forwards? Uh, Matthews, Matthews, McDavid, David and who's the third? McKinnon. Is it McKinnon? It could playoffs too. I include. Yes. Everyone forgets it includes playoffs. Yeah. So Stanley, Stanley Cup, and yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's McKinnon. I think that. I think that's got to be it. Because like, yeah, I think that they're, they're, like I said, like it's a marketing thing. Like obviously McDavid gets it, but like the fact that Matthews isn't or wouldn't because he it, not not just because of the Toronto thing, like like accolades like he earned like you know he had a 60 goal season like and he's just not he's not a team of the year player like i don't know yeah. i don't know right but that, that'll be good 
Um, all right, guys, that is going to do it for episode 56 of Coffee and Shell. Thank you guys again for uh, listening and, and tuning in to, uh, to every week. We like seeing your comments, good or bad. I mean, I love it when you flame Padre, so make sure uh, you let him know all of your displeasure with all of his takes. However, the uh, the goalie animation one, the live action, I think that uh, you deserve some props for that. But, that was amazing. Uh, all right, guys, it's, it's, been, it's been good, and uh, we'll see you next episode. Have a good one. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.